Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. It's the draft. We're live, keeping half the names taking place like we always do. We may be live, but it's not Saturday. It's a Friday, but we're here anyway, and it's the most exciting time of any season that happens in the draft. That is the kickoff draft selection show, and we are joined once again by last season's winner champion drafting from a perilous position with the other two time winner of the draft, Stephen Wilson, Scott McLeod. How are you feeling going into this? Oh, it's the most wonderful time of the draft. At all. Not concerned about you and Ross. Not concerned about Dave and the work experience boy. I mean, uh, Robert Shaw. I'm not concerned about <laughs> Team Ace Ventura, Gary, Ryan and David, because I call them that because the dog at their arse all the time. The BGs, Gary and Grant, and Team. Just happy to be here, Sarah and Strack. We know what we're, we're doing. Let's get on with it. Dave, some uh, strong comments from Scott there. How, how, mm-hmm. how are you feeling? Obviously, you've been paired to the winner of the Listeners League for this. You know uh, what? I've we're going to take you all by surprise. Like, you know, Robert is a bit of an unknown entity, uh, you know, when it comes to the, the main league. And as you know, I'm a former winner of the draft myself and I'm always a high scorer. I think, you know, we're going to absolutely curveball a lot of you with what we've got planned. Teasing is all there. Teasing is all there. But before we get into selections, obviously, Grant One Parker Train has been teamed with Gary Kerrigan and they will be drafting first so the way this is going to work is the tag teams are going to be sending me their picks and I'll be announcing them live on the stream for everyone to hear and you'll get the raw genuine reactions of myself Dave Hawkney and Scott McLeod of what what we think is going to happen how it's all going to go down but a quick, quick wee run down the rules you've got to pick your tag team first you've got to pick a gender split three to two so either three men and two women or two three women and two men the points scoring from this system will only go from four shows. So be Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite. So for this season, there's no NXT UK and there's no AEW Dark. So whether that changes any draft and selection, throw up in there and we'll find out. Uh, the season runs from obviously Monday coming up until the very last pinfall of WrestleMania. The points will be gathered all the way. We've got our captains. You can move your captain once during the season. It's all go. But boys, I can already confirm that the first tag team has been sent in for Gary and Grant. And I must say, I'm very surprised, very miffed. I think very, I've heard about what this is. Very, uh, I don't know how to take it, but I think they've came here to play and they've came here to certainly F shit up. <laughs> Their tag team is Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman. I heard about oh, this. I heard through the great My thing. God. Smart. Now, this, this, is, to... this, this is something that uh, I'm, I'm very, very surprised at. You know, it's Roman would have been a first top contender for the first round. Obviously, I, I drafted Paul Heyman the very last selection. Last season, Dave, I'll come to you first. This is a that's kind of blows blows quite a few things out of the water here. You know what? This was the last thing I was expecting. Is it's real? This is a what a way to kick off, by the way. Like you know, Gary 
has been very creative with his tag team picks. You know, we picked Lashley an MVP of the Heart Business in the, I think it was two seasons ago, he probably played first. And my God, he's, I mean, he's just taken that one of the highest scoring singles picks from last season straight away. And it not only does it protect Roman as well, like from lost points, but you just know that, you know, multiple appearances from them, it's just going to even out the playing field. Yeah, it's it's amazing because, like, it doesn't matter what happens to Roman at WrestleMania with the title because it's not going to affect them in any way because he's pro- he'll come out with Paul Heyman and no matter what, how many times Roman appears, Heyman is always with him. So I think it's a smart pick. And like you said, takes a big singles pick right off the board. So there you go. Everybody's going to have to cross off Roman Reigns off their potential. I mean, I know mean Stephen wouldn't get Roman because we, we, we planned for that. Like, there's no way you get to the last person's pick and you don't get Roman. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's. Um, I'm very surprised. I, I fully respect it. Obviously, it's, it's a very good game plan. I think that certainly thrown a spar in the works would be how some might, folk might take the draft considering what selections they can maybe get in the first round. But our second team of the draft is Sarah and Strat. And they have taken the recent winners of the AEW Tag Team Battle Royale, MJF Ooh. and Chris Jericho. Very interesting. Oh, like, this, is, this is one that was a bit surprised. Obviously, you know, Chris Jericho's a bit of a singles pick. MGS came. We don't know, are they going to potentially take the titles off the Young Bucks soon, Dave? I'll cover you on that one. Mm. Yeah, not quite what I was expecting because I had a feeling they would dip into the AEW pool because we know how valuable AEW is for tag teams. But, um, you know, a team that's only competed in a handful of matches with each other, like this, quite an interesting take. But I think they've got, Sarah and Strat clearly have got ambitions uh, for you know the MJF and Jericho might actually walk away as tag champions. So, but all in all, you know me and Robert have to select next, and our number one pick is still available. So I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. let you stew over that a wee bit. Uh, if you want to consult with Robert, I'll come to Scott. Obviously, MJF and Chris Jericho, an AEW tag team in a in a potentially WWE heavy season. What's your thoughts? Uh, I think I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I think when it comes to AEW, you need to be very careful with who you pick. Maybe people will probably have a presence at Revolution because at the start of March. And also now that they are the number one contenders and with a strong possibility of winning the tag team titles, I can see why they were such uh, taken so early. Me and Stephen even considered taking them. So I do, don't like that pick, but I have to respect it. Hi, and, and from that, Dave, you and Robert Shaw, his, his first mm-hmm. ever pick in the main, the main league of the draft, what is your first tag team pick? Well, luckily, me and Robert, like I said, you know, me and Robert have our first pick. Now, we've taken quite a bit of an analytical approach. We're also going to dip into the AEW pool. And we had quite a few options to choose from based on the scoring of previous seasons. But our first choice, and I think we both agreed on this, we're going to take the AEW tag team champions, the Young Bucks. Oh, feeling feeling lucky about Revolution, are you? Mm. I mean, it's, I, I get, you know, they're facing MJF and Jericho at Revolution, but, you know, they're always heavily featured on AEW anyway, and they're a reliable pair of hands in the tag team division. I think they're going to make uh, not just many appearances, but also have plenty of matches in and between. And obviously, being the tag champions, they might have multiple defences between now and WrestleMania. I think your good thing going with this is that, obviously, the, the relationship they've got going on with, like, 
impact and whatnot, like they're, they're going to be a big feature on the show with this elite thing that's going on and whatnot. So yep. you're, you're, they're definitely going to be appearing once, if not twice, like minimum weekly. So it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a very good shout. And uh, before we go on to our next pick, it's obviously it's David Campbell and Ryan Gallagher. Uh, David's producing this show tonight, so uh, thank you very much for, him for doing that. So when when the when the boys are ready, uh, David and Ryan, uh, I know that you're going to come in. You're going to say this over the over us what your what your pick's going to be. So when you're when you're ready, just do that. Just let just let the team know. But I, young bucks is a young bucks is a, is a good show. I'm a, I'm a fan of that. If Mr. Jack Graham, all right, <laughs> listen to me. Last season didn't go entirely according to plan. However, there was one thing that worked out for me, and that was my tag team pick. I'm taking once again with the great Ryan Gallagher, Nia Jax, and Shayna Baszler. They're mm. coming home. This is, this, is a, this is something that was maybe quite... Yeah. Not, maybe so after singles picks, obviously they've just regained the tag team women's mm-hmm. tag team title so it's uh, I, I, I respect it it's a, a very good choice they're featuring weekly obviously mm-hmm. when they're not when fighting together they're appearing in their singles matches so it's a, a potentially the same kind of bait as you Dave with your pick with the young bucks mm-hmm. that appearance points yeah. could be a plenty here for them yeah Nia and Shane as well were the 8th highest were actually the best scoring tag team of last season and the 8th highest overall with 48 points uh Obviously, regaining the women's tag team titles at the Royal Rumble was a massive booster for for the GOAT. And I, I guess he's putting his faith in them once more. But obviously, you know, they're two single stars operating pretty well as a tag team. It's going to, I think it might upset some people's singles picks uh, a bit further down the line. But all in all, I think he's sticking to sticking to what he knows, sticking with a high scoring team. And uh, Nia and Shane are an excellent shout. Any any surprise here, Scott, that it's Nia and Shayna for David here again? Uh, not su- really surprised, given that they did work out well for him. You know, they got him some last six points at the Rumble when they regained the tag team titles. Although you got to wonder if he would have been better off taking them as singles picks because, you know, you got the Women's uh, Dusty Cup coming at, uh, at, at TakeOver, which I think is the, the weekend next weekend, so it'll be part of the draft. And the Women's Dusty Classic final is there, and I assume that the winners of that will then face Nia and Shayna for the tag team titles. You've got to think, how likely is it that they'll keep the tag team titles? There may be a bit of a risk, and if that does happen, then Nia and Shane, if they lose the tag team titles, they kind of lose any real reason to be together, because they came together to take down the then tag team champions. Speaking of the Dusty Classic, (laughs) Ross and I's tag team, Mm -hmm. we're going for the oddball couple that's left. Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa are residing Ooh. with Jack Graham and Ross McLeod for this season. What's what's your take on that? Obviously, they were they had their rivalry that was culminated in the fight pit. Then there was one space left open in the Dusty Cup, and they got put in. Scott, I'll come to you first. Yeah, uh, they were also a team uh, I made consideration for. Again, uh, they are like, favourites in the, the Dusty Classic, uh, and Dusty Classic is a tournament for oddball teams. So I can see why you would go for that. You know. Like this time last year, we had a similar team with the Broserweights, and nobody was really confident them as a tag team. They got taken as singles picks, but I respect your decision to you go for them. And also, Dave, uh, the, the thinking behind this was that even if they don't win, they'll probably get to that point of takeover. And if they have another blow off rivalry, this will be something that will be a kind of main 
point of NXT, so we'll get that at this point, which again, you look for with your tag teams. Yeah, I think, you know, as Scott mentioned, you know, they've they've just advanced to the semi-finals of the Dusty Cup. I think they, they're now the odds-on favourite to win the whole thing and possibly even to throw in Larkin and Birch uh, for the tag team titles. Now, Tommaso Ciampa was drafted on his own last season. Uh, he walked away with 19 points, which isn't uh, an entirely high score, but it was somewhere roughly in the middle of the of the table. Timothy Thatcher, unfortunately, went undrafted. So you never know. This uh, this could be a, quite a smart pick from, from you and Ross there, Jack. Uh, so, Scott, obviously, it's uh, you and Stephen Wilson. Now, I, I don't imagine being in this position, you would have thought you'd have had the Raw Tag Team Champions and the SmackDown Tag Team Champions undrafted. So you've got quite, quite, a, quite an interesting choice to make here between the two of you. Yeah, we uh, had a, a list uh, of our tag teams we were going to take priority over. A couple of them have already uh, been taken. And I noticed that you said that Raw and SmackDown, other than uh, Nia and Shayna, I think it's all been AEW or NXT picks. But uh, sadly, me and Stephen are actually going to go a bit bolder. We're going to go for another NXT pick, a team that actually could be on the other end side of the Dusty Classic final against Champa and Thatcher, we take the newest arrival to NXT, MSK. That was exactly oh. what our other, our other choice was going to be if we, if we weren't going to go with Thatcher and Champa. So that's the, probably the, the, the pick that we spoke about the most was whether to go for which one of these two tag teams and we went the latter, so it's left you with MSK. I think I've made a good shout. I do think it's going to be these two teams in the final. I, I don't know if it's going to be too quick for them to win, but they're definitely going to be having a good spot here in NXT, Dave, don't you think? Mm. I mean, they're primed for a good spot, you know, making their debut in the Dusty Cup. They could certainly go to at least, I'm thinking possibly, this. well, they're in the semi-finals at least now against Legado del Fantasma. Will they make the final? Mm, I'm not entirely sure. They're still fairly new to NXT, and I think, you know, pushing them straight to the moon so quickly would be a bit, maybe a bit hasty. I think they need time to sort of adapt and grow into the, the WWE format. But I think maybe in terms of long-term booking, it might actually pay off. But it's not not a team I would have picked personally. You see, well, our thought was, even if they don't win, they will be appearing fairly regularly afterwards. Maybe they'll get some wins to build them back up again as contenders. Because WWE seemed to be quite high on getting these guys in when they became free. And they've been like quite regular, even though they've only debuted like less than a month or so ago. So I think we were pretty confident in taking these guys if they were still around. So I can see why them and Champa and Thatcher, as you said, Jack, were two sort of defense because these this seems like the most likely scenario for the Dusty final. So but before, uh, obviously, the, that's the tag team round over. We're going on to our singles competitors now. This is where you, you draft your, 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 as I said, your single competitors. You make your bulkier team. The three-two split must be in place. And before I get on to the pick of Gary and Grant, uh, I'll get both your just kind of takes on this because it's quite a big point we need to speak about. The Raw Tag Team Champions and the SmackDown Tag Team Champions haven't been taken here. Mm. Now, obviously, on the bill to WrestleMania, that's something that you potentially would see as a match happening there. So, Dave, what's your thoughts that the, the, the two main tag titles, obviously the women's tag titles has been picked and that will feature, no doubt, at that end event. Mm -hmm. Not the other two haven't been picked here, though. What's, what's your take on that? Uh, it's been a bit of a mixed bag for the, the tag team champions as of late, because obviously the Hurt Business have been showing signs of like you know cracks within the foundation. I think Cedric and Shelton are possibly uh, not the most stable tag team at the minute, despite being Raw tag team champions. And Ziggler has really only been appearing on his own uh, as the SmackDown tag champions. Robert Roode's been MIA for 
a couple of weeks now. He wasn't even in the Royal Rumble. So I don't know, maybe that spooked, uh, spooked some people from choosing them because they're not... They're not exactly the most stable tag teams, you know, maybe aside from like uh, the New Day or the Street Profits, which both have surprisingly also went undrafted. But that could be surrounding injury issues, you know, with Kofi's jaw injury and, you know, the Street Profits, Montez is dealing with his uh, with his leg injury. So, uh, Scott, as the as the, the, the Facebook user, it says came up anonymous. Yeah, but they said, what a risk. And and. What, what a risk these, these kind of picks are maybe turned out to be here for tag teams and even as what Dave said maybe the tag team when we're speaking about here maybe it's not in the best state obviously you know heart business there's, there's the, the potential they're going to collapse or maybe taking one as a single pick who, who knows what was your taking the two the two brand leading tag teams not being selected here I think you need to look at what the season's going to entail like it's there's a big shows and big opportunities to get points like, and it's no secret that the Raw and SmackDown tag divisions are pretty bare at the minute. You've got Hurt Business as champs on one side and Dolphin, Robert Riddle as tag champs on the other side. And they're all real contenders to the guys they just took the belts off of in the Street Profits and New Day, respectively. You've kind of got like the Lucha House Party in there about Gable and Otis, kind of. So as in terms of tag division, the tag division isn't as solid. And the Raw and SmackDown tag titles aren't even always a guarantee to even get on the WrestleMania cards. Some years, sometimes you include one set of tag titles and not the other. Uh, Street Profits were kind of just below MSK for me in terms of priorities because maybe they would get the tag titles back before WrestleMania. But I think given the fact that NXT and AEW do have quite stacked tag divisions, and as we've seen from this, we've got teams that we're talking about potentially winning the Dusty Cup. We've got the, both sides of the AEW tag team title match at Revolution. So taking TakeOver and Revolution took it, I think it's a case of strategizing ahead for potential big opportunities points-wise in the season. So I don't really see it as a risk because if this was a longer season, like next season, I would maybe agree. But I just there's nothing really on the main roster in terms of the tag division. Well, enough about these tag teams. We've spoken bloody tag teams enough. <laughs> Grant, and Gary's first, Grant and Gary's first pick, I think it's a bit of a given here. I think we all know how it's going to go, maybe. Mm. It's a WWE champion, Drew McIntyre. Now, yeah, I think for the first time in draft history, the Universal champion and the WWE champion find themselves in the same team. Yep. Dave, what's your thoughts here? Absolute stroke of genius from Grant and Gary, getting Roman and Heyman as a tag team. And now that both high, the two highest scorers from last season are both on Grant and Gary's team now. Like They've played an absolute blinder with that tag team pick and now they've just scooped up Drew as their as their first singles pick. But it wasn't to be it wasn't a big surprise. Like Drew and Roman were probably the most sought after picks of this entire draft. And now instead of, you know, the first first and second teams to select them, uh Grant and Gary have just scooped up both of them. It's an absolute genius play. It's got a genius play for a bunch of bastards, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, whether will they really get any a champion's advantage for the tag team of Heyman and Roman, even though Heyman is the uh, Roman is the universal champion? That's all of the tag team. That really implied if they were tag team champions, if both of them hold the title, only one of them holds the title. And then you've got you've got uh, Drew on the other their side. I think they both picked first before, and they both had Drew in their team because everybody wants kind of Drew, especially ever since they won the Rumble last year, and. He's always seemed to be a pick that delivers. So, of course, he was going to come in to get... There's an, 
somebody else who's way high over in the AEW side, I would have thought Grant would have really wanted the first pick, but I think that's then working with Guy, and I think they both realise that they've had during the past, and I think it's got strong to go with the WWE champion while you've got that first pick advantage. No, I think we're, I've already had the next submission in from Strachan and Sarah, and obviously we, there's an assumption here that maybe they would go a bit more kind of Wednesday heavy how their picks are going, but they're not. Oh. And maybe after a, a recent interview that he's not going to be a part-timer and he's going to be here for the full eight weeks in the road oh. to WrestleMania. Mm. Sarah and Strax's first pick is the Royal Rumble, winner, Royal Rumble winner Edge. Dave, you've got a bit of a kind mm. of angry, angry, angry look on you there. Yeah. He was going to be our first round pick for me and Robert, unfortunately. But, you know, Sarah and Strax, I think they anticipated, you know, where the rest of us were going to choose. And that's the thing you've got to do with the draft is you've got to anticipate you know, who are people most likely to select in the first round? Because they're going to be big scorers uh, come WrestleMania season. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's a bit of a no-brainer as well, given, you know, Edge is going to be heavily featured on near enough every show. He says he's not going to compete part-time, so we might see him compete in a few matches. Yeah, I think that's a, a very strong first selection for Sarah and Strack. Now, obviously, you know, you and you just said that Edge was going to be your first pick. So I'll let you, you and Robert have a wee think over there. I'll come to Scott. Uh, I presume a pick that was going to be a lot, a lot of folks' minds. Personally, I find that it was maybe not, not surprising, but a little bit shocked that he's went first round. I don't know if maybe he was playing into your draft plans at all. He was kind of a, an outside. That's where you have to strategize. <laughs> Dave up, you. Facebook user, hi, don't hide yourself. Come on. Reveal yourself, Carriage. You can only be one of two people based on that last pick. <laughs> but we, uh, we were talking, me and, uh, me and Stephen have had to discuss, like, who can we not get? Who's most, the most likely to have been taken before us? We also had Drew uh, up there to, uh, who'd probably be taken before us. But <laughs> it's interesting to chat because we knew, talked about, I'm brought up the possibility of Edge as a must get pick, and you said you weren't really sure. And now he's gone, like, second pick of the first round. I think, yeah, he's not going to compete. There you go. Oh, actually, there you go. That's right. <laughs> 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 if he can be uh, before WrestleMania, if he wins at WrestleMania, you can switch your captaincy to uh, right before Mania. There's some big points at the final hurdle of the season. But like the fact he's appeared on all the shows, appearance points alone, Edge is going to really be a valuable player, I think. Uh, definitely. Now, uh, Dave, will come to you here. Have you had? Mm-hmm. You, you, have you had enough of a enough of a spiel over here to to come up with who you are? first pick's going to be? Well, we were actually bluffing. We already had a, a first pick in line anyway, and Edge was just a backup. Check me out, bluffing a live stream. <laughs> yeah, Edge was actually a backup option for us. So, uh, And I'm actually glad we're taking part as tag teams this season because before I just felt like I was on my own against the world. So <laughs> our first round pick is going to be the other Royal Rumble winner, Bianca Belair. Again, another good show, something that was uh, expected to go. I, this, this is what I expected more to go high up in the first round than what I did the, the other uh, Royal Rumble winner there, uh, SmackDown Women's Championship, she's potentially going for here. Oh. You are a bastard, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> You're an absolute bastard. <laughs> oh, tell us how you really feel, Go. Um, uh, God, this is, this is, I love this show. The really smart one there. Uh, literally, I think for so far, Drew, Edge, Bianca. This is kind of why I expected so far to go, and it's obviously why because like yeah, you want the, the top champions usually. As I said, the Rumble winners 
at this particular type of season going in, up to me, I will take priority. Mm-hmm. And I think it's smart of you guys to go because I think they are both really within strong states of actually getting the championship at WrestleMania. And maybe Bianca will reignite a rivalry with Bailey in the lead up to WrestleMania. So there's some extra points for you there. Listen, we had a backup anyway. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. The SmackDown Women's Champion, Sasha Banks, is coming to me and Ryan. She had a dream, she hadn't yep. made it, and now she has found herself in the home. That is a risky one. That is a risky <laughs> one, I think. <laughs> I think people I'll are curious. I don't think Sasha's walking out of WrestleMania with that title, so lads, I think you may have made a, a poor decision. Well, um, I think it's someone, obviously, if there's a week in a mini-feud going into Mania and she appears at, like, a pay-per-view or something, gets a defence, it could be a good shout. Obviously, there is that potential she's going to lose because Belair's been bad to this great thing, but I think it's still wise taking her off the draft board at this time. Uh, Dave, I'll come, I'll come to you. Obviously, it's going to be myself mm-hmm. and Ross that are picking next, so I'm just going to confirm. Just uh, give us your yeah, thoughts on what's going there. You know what, Sasha Banks, bit of a safe pick, I would say. You know, she scored 61 points last season, was fifth overall. Uh, Scott, I believe she was uh, your captain by the end of the season, and she got a massive mm-hmm. win over Carmella. There's still a couple really of pay-per-views. Helpful. Yeah, there's a couple of pay-per-views to go before WrestleMania. So depending on what context, uh, you know, she defends the women's title, will she carry it to WrestleMania? Probably would say so. She might, they might be setting us up for a match between Sasha and Bianca, which sounds amazing when you say it out loud i'm curious though is you know who's going to be our opponents between now and then but either way if there are title matches where she's going to retain it's definitely a quite a clever clever selection if you're going to be uh having a champion who's going to be defending and retaining well me and ross are ready to give our selection maybe after certain pictures got released should have won the women's royal rumble match oh they're going for rhea ripley very bold. So it's someone not really sure where she's going to go on the main roster. She's not near the yet. She could debut tonight on SmackDown. For all mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> but you know what, though? That's a guaranteed at least 50% of the first round draft picks are going to be female superstars. And that's not something we normally see. Like, mostly the first round picks are usually male. But, you know, it just goes to show um, it doesn't matter if you're male or female. If you're a strong contender, you're going to get selected. You know, a, a very dominant performance. Obviously, didn't show up in Raw, didn't show up in NXT. There's potential for it to show up in SmackDown, but we we do we do hypothesise here and we do a fantasy book like me and Ross always have done on the, on our extra feed shows back in the day that we can, we can see her to be the one that topples Asuka at Mania come this time round. So that's that's what we were kind of hedging our bets for there. So we're quite we're quite happy that it's, it's panned out that way. And uh, uh, Scott, I will ask before we before we move on: Are, are you and are you are you and Dave? Are you and Dave, are you and Scott ready to bring in your pick? I said you and Scott, you and Stephen. <laughs> I mean, despite about all these fucking comments, Rhea, Ripley, shove it. Uh, you know, I, Ryan, Ryan English? That's impossible. <laughs> right, Scott, when you're, when you're ready, detail who your first pick will be for your team. So, me and uh, Stephen were just having a bit of a lively discussion in our little chat because uh, we, had, we had two picks that we kind of wanted in the first round. We were just discussing who is the best to go for. And we just say, we're also going to go for a female pick because uh, we think sometimes in this draft, people forget about the strong female picks. They lead them to maybe the second round occasionally. And so we got somebody who's got a bit, who's in the middle of a feud right now, who you got to think is going to come out on top of said feud. It's not for a title, 
which will find our way back into the title picture. Yep. We taking the Queen Charlotte Flair as our first mm-hmm. round pick. Yep. I actually had I anticipated she was going to get picked uh, in the first round there, so I'm, uh, I'm actually glad you took her off the board there. Mm-hmm. She's going to put an end to that homewrecker, Lacey Evans. <laughs> well, you know, Charlotte was actually undrafted last season because she's been taking so much time off over the summer. Now, Ryan, who's just commenting there, he actually had her on the season before, and unfortunately, she was a, she was a ghost. She scored absolutely zero uh, in the prior season. Yeah, and like it's the same nobody picked her last season because yeah, she lost at the Rumble, but like getting the TLC points, she was got a constant presence on TV, and mm-hmm. so I think she did okay in the Rumble appearance-wise. So I think you were done well with her, and you know, you, there's always a way she can find her way back into the Raw Women's Title match come WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Will she win? That is unclear. Yeah, the feud with Lacey Evans is arguably going to keep her on TV. So hopefully, some appearance points and a few wins here and there on the belt to Mania. Like she's, she's going to be a firm favourite, you know, being in a, a prominent position come WrestleMania. So that's, all in all, that's a, a pretty... Uh, uh, <laughs> right, I'd say that's a, he's not liking your bringing up facts. I would say it's a safe bet, but I think it's a, it's a strong choice given, you know, Charlotte's WrestleMania path in the past. So as we, as we wait for the, the second selection from the team of Grant and Gary... First round picks, McIntyre, Edge, Belair, Sasha Banks, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. An absolutely stacked way to start off round one. And and someone, Dave, that you you previously showed anger towards being dropped so low into round one, she's now dropped into round two. Asuka mm. finds herself in the team of yeah. Gary. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, well, I mean, Asuka was the third highest scorer last season. She was in high demand. Uh the last couple of seasons, arguably because she was Raw Women's Champion and she's been prominently featured as a as a big scorer. And she's just came off the, the back of uh, a double champion's reigns with Charlotte in the tag team titles. I think she, like, towards the end of last season, she did have a bit of a fall from grace, you know, losing to Alexa Bliss and then obviously losing the Women's Tag Team Championships, which was a, a bit of a, you know, I mean, it was a strong season all round, but she fell at the last hurdle and that's what cost me the win that season. So, I mean, here's hoping she can bounce back after what's been a, a rough couple of weeks for her. But she's still the Raw Women's Champion. And I think, you know, if she calls it all the way to media, it's still every chance, you know, she will be able to claw back a, a strong performance this season. So, again, not a surprising pick from Grant and Gary. So, uh, Sarah and Strack will be up next with their pick. Obviously, Asuka is currently the Raw Women's Champion, someone that maybe different things you're seeing how we're going on how this draft is maybe because it's getting to media season that the champions maybe they aren't right in the back of your mind for picking and this is arguably the case for the next pick that we're going here Brett Baker has found herself in the team of Sarah and Strack very Scott, interesting you know. Scott I'll come to you here I'll say Brett Baker just won at the beach break on Dynamite the one that's maybe tipped to win this women's eliminator title tournament that's going on in AEW, what's your thoughts? Uh, it's interesting, you know, she is one of the more prominent women in AEW right now. Uh, it's interesting to see that the first woman from AEW isn't uh, the current champion. I'll say then again, they've got this eliminator. They've they not tell us when exactly the late eliminator is going to be, and so I think given that you don't know when Brimaker will be appearing and where she'll be competing, uh, I, I've kind of stayed away from the AEW women's division, but you know, it's an interesting pick for round two. And I think she has a favourite to win it. I don't know if the finals will come as part of this season, though. 
Mm. I, I actually still want to get appearances nonetheless. Obviously, we know that Dalek's not going to be involved, and that's where a lot of our waiting room thing is going to be. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Dave, if, if you and Robert are, are ready... Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just getting some comments here. People are actually pretty shocked at the the choice of Britt Baker. Like, because I actually had her down pretty low on my list, you know, given that her most of her appearances were, oh, as you said, on Dynamite. But you know, maybe uh, maybe Sarah and Strack know something that we don't. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But for me and Robert, one of our initial first round picks is actually still there. Oh. But what you're thinking, yeah, it's a bit of a toss up at this stage. So I think, you know what? Let's go with it. We're taking the AEW World Champion Kenny Omega. Oh, I was a bit. I was about to say this quite late into round two before he's been taken. Mm-hmm. Well, he we did have our, our initial six who we thought we were going to be picked first, but a lot of them sort of shoot us for a loop, and we still had one left, and that was the the AEW champion. You know, as you said, uh, Jack, uh, he's been heavily embroiled in this elite uh, impact sort of crossover, and he's just come off a big win at uh, Beach Break with the Good Brothers. So I imagine he's going to be fe- continuing to be featured quite heavily, and is going to be having a pretty lengthy AEW title run going forward. Yeah, it's, it's, um, um, I'm not surprised. And if the goal would like to come in with the, the team selection for... Ding dong, hello! Ryan, um, ding dong, hello! <laughs> ding dong, hello! Get hello. I'm a fucking Bailey. She betrayed me last season. Didn't get the job done. It's time for some new blood. It's time to bring her back for the fourth time ever on my team, Alexa Bliss. Oh, here we go. I can't every girl be like Alexa Bliss is the question that many ask here, Scott. Obviously, I will lie. I put a bet on I won the Royal Rumble and she got fucking chucked out within a minute. Uh, very raging at that. But <laughs> being built is quite the quite the quite the person here. And it seems this fiend Randy Orton thing's continuing and she's involved in that quite heavily with the fiend being out of the picture. Just now a a good choice nonetheless, Jank. I'd say so, yeah. I mean, again, she was another one high on my consideration as a female pick. But I think given that Charlotte was available, we went, we went for her instead. But Alexa, again, her, Rhea, Charlotte, there's all these people who are contenders to the Raw women's title, which I think is why they were getting picked over Asuka. And that's why she wasn't as high up on people's list. But I'm very interested to see where uh, Alexa goes next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, can I just add as well, like, Campbell and Ryan's team so far is all female. So now... He is the first ever uh, ESSR Women's Champion winning the Evolution Sweep EO World War Mind I will say that uh, how this is going is going rather swimmingly for what the, the team of Ross and I want to do. And our next pick is none other. Oh, yes, <laughs> none mm-hmm. other than the current NXT champion, Finn Balor. Yep. Very good. Very good. So, so obviously take over Vengeance Day and mind the weather of Skullcon against mm-hmm. Pete Dunn for some title defence points there. The rumour that started this came out today actually that NXT title will be defended at WrestleMania. That's been talked up with the higher ups and now apparently. We're, we're, we're fairly happy with this pick. Dave, what's, what's your thoughts here? Yeah, I actually saw those reports and if that is going to be the case, I think it's going to be actually quite likely because it is going to be another two-night 
WrestleMania. So there's loads of uh, opportunity to squeeze it in on the card. Finn Balor has had a bit of a mixed past couple of seasons. You know, last season he scored 21 points. Again, not the not the highest of scorers, but of course, you know, he's been mostly going with appearance of points and, you know, he's been dealing with the, the jaw injury as well, which sort of hampered his progress. But if he is, if the rumours are true and he's going to be featured on WrestleMania, along with a takeover appearance at NXT TakeOver Val uh, Vengeance Day. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a pretty smart choice from you and Ross. Uh, it's, it's, it's played into our hands how we want it here. And, and Scott, for, to, end, to end the second round, please please detail your pick that Stephen and yourself have made. Uh, we were just double-checking about uh, whether we're 100% certain about our, our pick, and we are, and we're quite glad that this person is still available. Because we can't tune it, wait to tune in Friday nights to see big men slapping meat. He's back to my team. He was a big scorer. He scored higher than my captain Sasha Banks last season. And I hope he goes to Mania where he defeats Christian in that match they never got to have at 2014. Tip to win the Royal Rumble. That didn't happen. Has the IC title and now probably carrying that through to Mania. Davis, I think it's a good show to take him off the board. Yeah, he was uh, one of my second or third round picks too. You know, he was had a lot of intercontinental title defenses lately. Scott, you would think you made a mistake. I think you made a mistake not putting your captaincy on him earlier on, but in the end, it didn't really matter last season because you still you still won the whole thing. Uh, and he was your highest. He was your highest scorer last season with sixty three and a half points. Big big scorer, as his name suggests. Uh, I believe he was fourth. I believe yeah, he was uh, fourth overall, and you know, expect him to be. Uh, featured on SmackDown quite a lot. So, yeah, very good. Very good choice. So yeah, he still performed quite admirably in the Rumble match itself. Got quite a few, a few eliminations because I was only just like a half point ahead. And then him and Riddle helped take me a bit forward. So I'm hoping he keeps up that level because like they do seem like they, they see big things in Biggie. So he'll be a prominent fixture, hopefully, on SmackDown going forward. Mm -hmm. So just to, to sum up round two there, whilst we're waiting on Grant and Guy to give their picks in, Asuka, Britt Baker... Kenny Omega, Alexa Bliss, Finn Balor, and Big E. A rather, a rather varied selection there, obviously. You've got your women's champion, that woman that's going to be in the, the title eliminator here for the AEW World Championship, and you've got your world titleweight champion, Kenny Omega, in there as well. Alexa Bliss featured on Raw a lot. Your NXT champion, Finn Balor, the Intercontinental champion, Big E. It's all go, but as I said... The Intercontinental Champion Big E's been taken. Now the United States Champion Bobby Lashley has been taken. Gary, uh, Grant and Gary are just scooping up champions here right now. Like it's, uh, it's like they're obviously making a statement. You know, they want the draft championship this season. I mean, a good pick. Obviously, been drafted the past couple of seasons by Gary in the tag team in the heart business with NEP Scott. Mm -hmm. And now we're going to see them as a singles competitor for the first time. But obviously. And then I try to riddle the heart business is kind of near implosion. Is this is this a, a, a smart move just now? I think it's smart that guy is kind of learning from his past scene. Like he picked MVP and Lash as a tag team. We were all like, what? And then it paid dividends. Then he did it lastly again. And so I think he's wanting to keep him as part of his group. I think he's hoping to see how he fares as a singles guy. And well, no, he's still the US champion. He beat Riddle the night after the Rumble. So for now, we can't really see anybody taking it off him. And so you'd hope that you would carry that all the way to, to Mania and hopefully give the US title a prominent spot. And now, another Raw superstar 
it's taken mm-hmm. them right into the strack and say a team, a former WWE champion, former United States, former Ooh, nice. has a big man called Omos with them. AJ Styles Ooh. is in the team of Sarah and Strat. Yeah, very good. Prominent feature of Raw right now. There is no clear WrestleMania direction, but he is most certainly on every single week and mm-hmm. is winning matches right now. That's a huge, that's a huge get, I think. I mean, he's got like an eight foot tall bodyguard with him. I think <laughs> he's in good hands, you know, when it comes to possibly winning matches. And he's he has some, he's a really good interaction with Omos as well. He makes for they make for a very entertaining duo, particularly backstage. So I'm expecting a lot of appearance points from AJ Styles. And I think I've noticed Sarah and Strack. They're sort of they're starting to balance out between you know who's going to appear where, and they've obviously got to focus on Wednesday nights, but still got quite a few big names from WWE, which is uh, which is very promising for them. Well, you straight over your next pick, Dave. As Ryan says, Scott, you know, it doesn't always work filming a team with champions. Do you think that's going to be the case here? Uh, potentially because, you know, as a champion's advantage sometimes and it's great when you get a good title defence, but you lose as many points uh, from losing a title as you would have gained when you got them. So do I think it'll hinder you as much as help you? And so it depends on how many other champions are still champions by the end point of the season. Because if, like, too many of them lose their titles, then that's a big... That's a heavy hit to your team. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Dave, it's your time, my friend. Yes. What you well, want? well, we've gone down our list and we're picking the other next person. So it's all going fairly well. And he has been mentioned already on this uh, on this call. Bro. Oofed. Matt. Riddle. Mm-hmm. Going toe to toe with Bobby Lashley here, do you think, Scott, for this US title? And obviously, in your team, your winning team last year, you would have hoped maybe they got the US title then. Is it coming his way now? I was kind of, I was kind of part of me was glad that he lost to Lashley then after run because I thought if I waited this whole season to see you win the US title, which is the main reason I picked you in the first place, and he won it the night <laughs> after where it did nothing for me, I would have been so angry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's lost now, but maybe this will be part of a longer story. Uh, because like Vince apparently is very high on this like laid back stoner character or something about he just finds funny even though he can't acknowledge he's a stoner. So <laughs> he'll be around even if he doesn't win the US title. On the boulevard of golden dreams, who is Listen your up, guys? Listen up. Um as Dave's gave up. I agree, right. Ryan. I agree, Matt Riddle. Do you know what I say to that, Dave? And do you know what the last great professional broadcaster of ESSR says to that? Yes, yes, and yes. We take Daniel Bryan. Oh, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Someone that's been picked and hasn't really scored many points recently in many seasons, but he's tipped to either be the one facing Roman Reigns for the Universal title or Big E for the Intercontinental title come Mania. Uh, I'll come to you here, Scott. Obviously, the potential of Daniel Bryan coming up against Big E for your Intercontinental title. Well, it's me and Ross still over our next pick. What's your, what's your thoughts here? I'm kind of hopeful for Big E to kind of hold on to the title until Mania. Maybe we'll do something we haven't seen in a couple of years a big IC title ladder match with all these strong contenders, Bryan and amongst them, because, you know, he never lost the IC title. It's uh, so interesting. In fact, I actually thought Bryan was actually going to be lower down the pick, not because he's not a talented competitor. Because he actually went last season undrafted, and then by the end, everyone was saying Brian's going to win the Royal Rumble. He didn't, but I think now that he's passed to me, it's kind of unclear. I'm surprised he's went as I think I'm not really surprised he's went right in the middle of the draft because he's not actually at a top program right now. Well, 
I can detail what my next pick alongside Ross McLeod is going to be. Oh, it's on Wednesday night, so still got quite a few big names from WWE. Damien. I heard that, yeah. It's coming. A predictable pick. I did not think that was going to go as bad as what it did. I didn't think that the draft would be heard so much in the background, but Damien Priest is yeah. going to be in the side of Jack and Ross, obviously. Something that was predicted a lot after the heroics that happened for Ross last season, Damien Priest, Dave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his performance in the Rumble alone, I think, is probably put him in a pop prominent spot. And with a victory over the Miz, I think he's getting tipped to have a, a decent run on Raw. Although I just hope he doesn't get overshadowed by Bad Bunny this time. <laughs> uh, um, I think he's, he's had a good introduction. I think this, he's in a very good program right now. I think he's definitely going to feature. He's going to pick up a good few wins in Raw. Speculation that he's going to be teaming with. I don't like just get obsessed with Priest. Dearie me, dearie me, dearie me. Oh, dear. the, the current rumor right now is that he's going to be going against Miz and Morrison team with Bad Bunny for Mania. So could that be a one coming up? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we don't know how it goes, but very happy with our with our selection we've got here. And uh, Scott, I believe it's time for you and Stephen Wilson for your next pick. I will say though, it's a smart pick. I, I, I had a feeling you guys were going to go for Priest eventually, but like you said, if he, it shows a great confidence if they're putting him in a match with a celebrity at WrestleMania, and it's kind of a guaranteed win if it does happen. But uh, Damon Priest is a former North American champion member, and we Ooh. are going to look to the North American title. And do what we and Stephen say to the current North American champion. We say, time's up. Because coming back to my team after he didn't perform well a couple of seasons ago, Kushida. It's coming to me. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe yeah, maybe the first kind of wild card selection here, maybe. I don't, I'll also maybe alongside Britt Baker as well. But Dave, as he said, Damien Priest. But Dave, Kishida, uh, a third round pick. Ballsy. Mm. Very ballsy. Um, yeah, a little ballsy, but not unreasonable because he is getting a North American title match against Johnny Gargano. I mean, I'm guessing, you know, maybe the Gargano curse will return and Kushida will probably win it. So I can see their think I can see Scott and Stevens thinking behind this, but I don't know. I think the the Gargano might continue to have his reign for a while. You know, say the curse is a thing of the past now. So I'm surprised he actually didn't pick Gargano instead of Kushida. You know, but the way I'm thinking is that Kushida's been due and actually to win a championship in NXT for a while now. I mean, the reason I picked him before is I thought he was going to become interim cruiserweight champion. That didn't also work out. Uh, but now I'm more confident in being North American champion, you know, come Vengeance Day. Again, you've got to think about what's coming up the season. First big show of the season is Vengeance Day. And i got to think about it. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, third round, Bobby Lashley, Styles, Matt Riddle, Daniel Bryan, Damian Priest, Kushida. Very good selection. And then the person that's been drafted next for Grant, and Gary, someone that doesn't really ever find themselves in the fourth round, absent of the rumble, absent for the past couple of weeks, the limitless one, Keith Lee, finds himself in the team Aye. of Grant and Gary. Uh, Dave, Keith Lee, surprises him, drops so low. Yeah, certainly do, because Keith has had actually had a quite a few good seasons lately. He was actually Stephen Wilson's highest scorer last season with 43 points. He was just shy of the top 10 scorers last season. I think he was 11th overall. So to see him be drafted so low was pretty pretty shocking. But, you know, he's been... I think he was tipped to win the Rumble, but obviously I think the story was going around that Mia Yim tested positive for COVID, uh, obviously because uh, Keith Lee's her partner. 
it's uh, I assume he had to <laughs> I assume he had to isolate as well. So it's a bit of a it was a bit of a setback for him, but hopefully he can bounce back like he bounces every other person over barricades and out the ring. <laughs> But I, I can confirm that Sarah and Strack, they're quick, quick in the ball and their pick is already in. Oh, wow. Okay. Sire, Seth Rollins. Oh, hello. Oh. Scott, what's, what's, your, what's your take here recently returning at the Rumble? Mm, this is an interesting one. Now. I've had some discussions with Stephen about this one. It's a bit Keith Lee. I'm not surprised he's barely in the fourth round because before the Rumble, everyone's talking about him, potential Rumble and a potential Dowie title, title challenger. But we don't know how long he's going to be away for and what he's going to be doing when he comes back. Seth, on the other hand, who mentioned you know, recording this on a Friday, he could come back tonight and start programming Mania, maybe with Brian after what happened in the Rumble, or it could be a one-off. Like This is a very much a wait-and-see pick from these two. <laughs> oh, John Peck is up to oh, Yes, yes, John. That's the, the, a good brother there. A, a good brother. Well done. <laughs> Shut up, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> he gets told that in the ring oh, don't worry don't, don't worry but uh, Dave I believe it's uh, your turn for a selection here my friend yes and we're a little bit spot for choice I'm not going to lie so how mm, dare you Brian that is not yeah. Johnny Gartmuff preacher my friend preacher yeah so annoyingly our next two picks are pretty much right next to each other so I don't know. We're sort of debating about whether to go safe with a champion or should we take a poten- someone who could potentially dethrone them. So I think we're actually going to gain more overall if we took the challenger. Therefore... Spell it out first, pal. Come on. Hmm. Actually... Oh gosh, I'm actually, I'm actually wondering here, but can we, can we have this pick before SmackDown tonight? Actually, you know what? We'll stick with our list. We'll go with Io Shirai, the NXT Women's Champion. Ah. Again, see people oh. think about Vengeance. She's got that triple threat match. That could go either mm-hmm. way. Yep. I won't lie, Dave. I think she's losing it. I uh, think. The takeover. Yeah, I, I do. I can maybe Excellent. see Tony Storm or... Uh, Martinez taking it, Scott. Uh, it's it's maybe one of the, the the picks here that I'm I'm slightly questioning. Obviously, first round pick last season that just shouldn't be the case. Fourth round now, fair enough, but I can see him doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't think she should have been a first round pick last season. Not that, not because she's not talented, and I'll say she's an women's champion, but because there's so many people that seem to be higher above her, and she does seem to go through speed where she's not even on TV. And I think the uncertainty around a triple threat given that she won this back in your house, which is back in the summer. So she's mm-hmm. had that belt for a long time. See, and so it seems like the number may be up soon. See, my thinking is is that she'll hold it all the way to Mania Takeover and she'll lose it to a single challenger. I think she might actually retain it. Ding dong, hello! Ding oh. dong, hello! This time I'm actually going to do it. You get a second chance, babe. Bailey. Oh, there we go. He's going with Bailey. So now that also means that they have to pick a, a male pick next next round. Yep. Then that's right. Yep. And also, I forgot to mention Grant and Gary will have to choose a female superstar as their last pick. Mm-hmm. Where well, I think Jack, you and Ross have got. A, you can go either way. I think for this next one. I uh, can go. I were, were a bit a bit, bit, bit discussion going back and forth right now. But I'll, I'll I'll ask the I'll ask the question. Obviously, you know, 
Bailey is quite a staple, mate, and the team of the goat that we find and Ryan's got him in this team as well. Bailey's always a good consistent pick. You can't really argue with Bailey. Drop down to the fourth round. Maybe because there's no clear direction, but it's someone that you can still have featured on TV here, Dave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Bailey's actually holds the record for highest scoring draft competitor in draft history in season four. I think she scored over almost 250 points in one season. But then again, that was the WrestleMania to SummerSlam season, and that's a hell of a long one. Uh, you know, she did wonders for Stephen Wilson in getting him his, uh, his second draft win. Uh, not had the best of seasons, you know, these last couple of times, but... She's a very interesting character on SmackDown. She's got the new Ding Dong Hello segment, uh, so she could make regular appearances. Uh, For her WrestleMania plans, though, I'm not entirely sure. That seems a bit up in the air at this stage, but we'll see how it goes. I think this goes back to something I said. Like, she dominated, like, season five when she and Sasha were winning all the belts. But like I said before, as soon as she lost to the SmackDown style, that would be where it would be very interesting because before that, every season, Bailey had been the SmackDown champion at some point. So... I think the fact she's no longer a champion, she's kind of putting over Belair on the way to the Rumble, and I think if she fights Belair again, she'll have to put her over again on the way to Bianca's big moment at the Rumble. So I don't see it getting any better for Bailey this season. Maybe maybe after WrestleMania, she'll be like a, a challenger to Bianca. If Bianca like wins the title, she'll be maybe her, her first challenger, or maybe she can even go after winning in the bank. Uh, I'm, I'm still 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 talking to my uh, teammate here. Just, uh, just <laughs> Dave, obviously, what, what's, what's your thoughts in, on Bailey here? Yeah, you know, as I said, you know, I think Scott summed it up best. I think she might have a, a quieter season on the build to WrestleMania and she could feud with Bianca afterwards. Like, because those two have had an outstanding feud these last couple of months. Her elimination from the Royal Rumble was a bit shocking, if I'm being honest. But as I said before, I hope they find something for her for WrestleMania. Otherwise, I think this is a wasted pick for, uh, for Campbell and Ryan. Uh, the pick that Ross and I will be going for maybe a wee bit of a rejuvenation after a gauntlet match that just happened. Shinsuke Nakamura finds himself in the team of Ross McLean. Quite bold, but I think that's a bit of a bit of a fluff there, Jack, because we have just seen reports that you know, despite you know this recent resurgence of Nakamura, there have been reports that that Nakamura is going to get booked to. Uh, help put other guys over. Dave, don't worry about it. Can you tell yourself your own team? You know what I mean? Don't don't yeah. come in and put uh, some some red headings into the into the game plan that we've got going. Obviously, he's a good a good run so far. Potentially, can maybe get involved in an IC title match if they're doing a multi man match at Mania or something. We don't know. I think that he's someone that can feature quite a bit on SmackDown wrestling because he'll be. I said put folk over, he'll definitely win matches along the way. I think for a, a, a mania focused season, I'm I'm quite happy with the with the pick and, and Scott come come to you for your, your selection here of what you're gonna do. One moment. Yeah, I think we've uh, we're just confirming uh, our, our pick at the moment because we are deciding to consider a female a female uh, pick for this round so just give mm-hmm. me one moment. Oh. I'll run through the, 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 the picks so far with, with Dave then for round four. We've got Keith Lee, Seth Rollins, Io Shirai, Bailey, Nakamura. Out, out with Io Shirai, of course. Who's, what's your kind of pick? You're kind of glad it's been taken at this point, or is there any good pick for round four? <laughs> you just see the bottom there, Jack. Nakamura, Nakamura you're a fucking no ball. Ball. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, this is why this is why I love to have a go on production. You know, it just makes everything so much more entertaining. All righty, lads. We've uh, I think so far means you have very much stayed away from uh, from AEW this season. We've got a, a raw. We've got that balance that David Campbell likes to talk about so much. You know, we've got a raw pick. We've got a SmackDown pick. We've got an NXT tag team. We've just had another NXT pick. And some people may not like us doing this, but we're going to go again to NXT for this female pick. And Ooh, we're gonna, I, think I, I think I originally talked about doing this as a tag team pick, but we decided that would maybe be too much of a risk. So mm. one half of the team that I think is going to win the women's Dusty Classic. And I know who you're picking. We've already teased this women versus Io Shirai at some point. We take Raquel Gonzalez yep. as our fourth round pick. Very. So we were picking a male in the final round. That's who I was uh, who I was torn between when it came to Io and Raquel. So it's it was either going to be one or the other, and I think EO stands to gain more if she retains against Tony and Mercedes. I think like Kai and Gonzalez have been like the only real established team uh, for a long time before they announced this Dusty Classic. So I think that's why we we see them as the favourites. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, much like Dunn and Riddle, I think we didn't take them as a tag, but we took one of them individually. And I think of the two, even if they don't win, Gonzalez is still the one they seem to be pushing over Dakota Kai. So we're more confident in her as a pick. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think it's obviously you've got the this, as you said the, the Dusty Cup coming up. Uh, we've you've seen our beat Ripley before, obviously maybe in a good push for NXT Women's Title at some point. If Yoshi Rai does retain, you could definitely see Gonzalez being the one to take that off. But mm-hmm. that happened this season. She did pin you at, uh, at War Games, by the way. I think you know I was hoping that would uh, lead to a one-on-one match between the two. Maybe not now, but. That was a surefire indication. I think they were going to face each other down the line at some point. And I think, you know, Raquel's been tipped to be the one to dethrone Io. Sorry, I'm just sorry. I was discussing my last friend. Me and Steve are discussing our last friend pick. The best thing about this this way of doing it is there's still so many good people actually to get. Because right now, this is where somebody picks a random or like everybody was confused when Dave picked Alex Reynolds uh, last season, even though he went on to be a good pick. But like, mm-hmm. this is you know, usually where you get the kind of head scratch like why did you pick that person or why did you see that person to and then when you look at and then when you look at the final results you think that's why yeah that's why but uh, what about Gary and Grant Jeff, their final yeah, pick of round five mm-hmm. last other, round and the other woman that will be in this triple threat match for the NXT Ooh. women's title Tony Storm bold Tony Storm, mm-hmm. no, made Pierce Wounds Rumble, another tip to win the match. It's for around five, someone that's kind of in and about NXT. It's not, I don't think it's that bad a pick here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I mean, I think obviously, I think they're possible under the assumption that Tony may actually win the NXT Women's Title, and it's, it's uh, no reason to suspect that she won't. Uh, but I think they're taking that gamble that she might possibly win. I'm thinking otherwise. I think EO is going to retain. So that's why I sort of took her over her, Martinez, and even Raquel Gonzalez. I think I can say this because obviously I don't need to get any more female picks. I need to take a male here. So it doesn't affect mm-hmm. me. I think yeah. one of the challengers, I think Martinez was the, the smarter choice because, yeah, Toy Storm got brought back with a bit of height. But other than like the War Games appearance, she's not actually done that much. Whereas they've seen they've been making a big deal about Mar- Martinez is his return yeah. to NXT and her as a threat to uh, to EO. But as we come to Sarah and Strack, I've just realised that 
they need they they need to pick a female superstar to complete their team. They've got a a three one uh, preference for male superstars here. Uh, it's also their, their team right now: MJF and Jericho, Edge, Brett Baker, AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. and Lana. 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 Going to be going up against. Baszler and Jax alongside Naomi for the women's tag titles, obviously. He's going to put Naya through a table. Revenge. I am a continuation of the feud that happened years ago. Obviously, I, I picked her in round one last season because it was heavily featured at that time that she was going to going to win and for some reason got written off. It seems that this time the feud's been interjected back in. It's going to kickstart again. There's many a tables to go through. For a round five pick, I'm, I'm, I'm not completely against. I'm, 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 I think it's quite a smart one here, Dave. You seem very shocked at this. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting that at all. Like, you know, Lana hasn't exactly been portrayed as like a conquering hero against the likes of Shayna and Nia, but maybe it might be a different story come WrestleMania because I thought the, the payoff for the feud was going to be at TLC. Then she gets written off with uh, injury. Uh, she didn't exactly have a, an outstanding performance in the Rumble Lever, even though she did eliminate Nia Jax. So that was a bit of comeuppance, but mm, I reckon she's going to get beaten from pillar to post uh, come come WrestleMania season. So not not the one I would have gone for, personally. Mm. I mean, she's safer than, than previous seasons. Obviously, Jack, when you picked her, you couldn't have foreseen them like taking her out you know, at the last minute. But, you know, maybe this is where they pick up where they left off and they can do what they were planning on doing and give Lana, even if it's just like a brief reign with her and Naomi, at least it gives they two something to do. And, you know, so I guess they could pay off, you know. So, Dave and Robert Shaw, mm-hmm. you know, that's right, five pick. Yes. And it, is, and it is somebody who's actually still pretty high up on our list. Like, a lot of the ones below this person have already been taken. So... I mean, it's it's a little bit different because we're going back to Wednesday nights for this one, and I hope uh, I hope everybody's ready for this one because you all better fall and pray. Oh. I'm taking me and Robert TikTok carrying cross. Oh. Carrying cross. Oh, I see when you're doing that fall and pray. Gosh, I thought you were taking Bordeaux, and I was like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that would be an interesting choice. But, TikTok, uh, TikTok, everyone. This is uh, the countdown has begun to me and Robert's draft win this season. So, obviously, I, I had a pick in uh, a couple of seasons. Had him picked, sorry, a couple of seasons ago won the NXT title, but was injured after that. So, we went to see him match again. Scott, a resurgence here in the draft for Karrion Cross. Potentially, I think so. Uh, you talked about the NXT title being uh, defended at... WrestleMania, I think Balor will probably come out of vengeance as the champion. And Karrion Kross is the one they've been teasing for a while. So they two, WrestleMania weekend, uh, potentially one night of WrestleMania, Karrion Cross wins. That could be a big like final like point getter in the season because you know, it's clear that WWE are very high on, on Karrion Cross. So uh, I believe... That is a time for the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, David Campbell. Goldus is in this. What's what's your take here, my friend, for your 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 pick? You're on mute, Campbell. If you'd like to unmute yourself, please. Two seconds, mate. Two seconds. Oh, they're panicking. They're panicking. Oh, yeah. 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 Whoa, 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 hang on, hang on. What's that? 
Adam Pearce has joined us. Oh my god, it's a wild Brian. All right, trips. All I'm going to say is me and Campbell, our last pick, scrap daddy AP, Adam Pearce. Oh, oh, dissension in the ranks here. Dave, I was calling you idiots for letting Adam Pierce slip so far down, appearing over two shows, Muppets. <laughs> I think well, he is quite low down on a lot of people's consideration, but you know, appearance point too far away. That's that's that screams last round pick that to me. Mm-hmm, yeah, mega last round pick. You know, maybe in a team of twelve competitors, perhaps, but not in a team of six, where you get so many big, big choices still to choose from. And Adam Pierce, I think at this stage, is only going to be having, you know, appearance points. I don't see him getting much in the way of, uh, like, t- p- taking part in any more matches, unless for some convoluted reason he ends up in a WrestleMania match. Uh, well, we've seen obviously the authority figure taking here. Adam Pierce has been appearing on both shows, but Ross and I are going to take his SmackDown counterpart and potentially mm. maybe feature might in the end at a re- maybe a wee WrestleMania match or something's the hope here. But someone that's appeared a couple of times a show here, Sonia Deville finds her way in the team of Ross mm. and Jack. Uh, you had to pick a woman too, so it was. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. I think there's still a play- I think there were still a few others you possibly could have chosen from, but. You know what? Fair play to you, Sonia Deville. Fair enough. All I know is everything that we wanted to do, we've been able to do. So I am, I'm fairly, I'm fairly happy with exactly how this team has gone down. And there's uh, one last pick to make here, Scott, for your team. What, oh, what, what the be final it? pick of the of the season? Final pick of the season. The yeah, the, the number thirty entrant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. I retract my previous statement. We are going to AEW. Uh, we've had a little bit of discussion with somebody we thought we'd already been taken by now. He seems to be guaranteed a win come uh, Revolution, given that he's, he seems to be teaming with his long-lost father. Uh, yeah, before the TNT tale has not served me well, but no, maybe this is a bit, our second chance to uh, you know, get some points back. We take Darby Allen as our final pick. Mm. Darby the Dragon. <laughs> didn't, didn't serve Baku too well last season, but you know this the recent appearances was sting a lot. Diet sting, fuck off. That <laughs> <laughs> would be Junior. Thank you very much. As it stands, that's the draft over, and mm-hmm. already I've been getting the captain season, the team names sent in. Gary and Grant, their team name is going to be Men in a Mission. A tag team incarnation of Team Viscera And obviously no surprise who their captain's going to be here Drew McIntyre yep. Going to be in the good road to WrestleMania So you can't, you can't complain there And uh, maybe Strack Edge Society We thought we would continue But it's a bit of a change here Savage Bath Bomb Is what we're going for Strack and Sarah mm-hmm. And their captain is going to be the Royal Rumble winner Edge Interesting. Oh, I, I, I know he's going to be appearing, but I would have held off putting the captain on edge until right before Mania. Mm. But who else would have put the captain on? I, I can't see anybody else. He could have put. Could, they could have put them theirs on. Ben, they've got Edge, Britt Baker, Styles, Rollins, and Lana. Yeah, I, I, yeah, unless they put it on their tag team. Yeah, I agree with you. But, uh, Dave, you've been so kind as mm-hmm. to send in 
your team name, your captaincy for me to, to read out. And I, I appreciate that a lot. And I really do like your team name that you and Robert have gone for, the, mm-hmm. the Shaw Bank Redemption. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's very fantastic. And your captain's going to be Kenny Omega. That's correct, yep. It's, so uh, I have a very, very good chance. It's certainly better than your bloody West End Country Club nonsense. Hey, listen, that's my solo tag team. If it's me and Robert Shaw, you know, we're going to be the Shaw Bank Redemption. So uh, I believe it's a time for the uh, two-time draft winner, question mark. Okay, at the end of the season. Be, uh, it's not one and a half. It's an actual season, Scott. All right, so be quiet. Sit in the corner there, all right, and let me do my talking just now. All right, you've talked enough. God knows it's been over an hour at this point. Listen. All right, we're paying tribute to one of the best bands of all time, the Wolf Tones. We will be the Goat Tones this season. All right. <laughs> and to start off with, we will be putting our captaincy on the greatest tag team on the planet. We'd never injure a soul, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. All right, a good shout there. A good shout. You can't complain with that. How that's going to go, and there could be a, a switch to anything that comes mania season for that team. So it's a, God a damn it, good uh, uh, the, the the team name for myself and Ross we're going with the priesthood. That that's that is that's what we're going with. It's a like oh, Damien Priest. Uh, and the captain, very you. Very you. <laughs> the captain with uh, Vengeance Day takeover in mind, none other than Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a smart choice, yeah. So last last but not least, Scott, your team name, your captain, please. We're, well, we are not going for the two-timing bastards as much as David Tockney would want. Hey. We are going to be the two-man power trip, power with three R's, to commemorate the time me and Stephen, a long time ago, used to be the host of a show called Power Trip with three R's, where we looked back at NW Power. So it's a personal name to us, two-man power trip, and our tag team, not our tag team, our captain is somebody who maybe I should have put the captaincy on last season, even though Sasha Banks did me well. We're going with Big E as our captain to start the season. Mm-hmm. Yep, very smart. So I'll give, a, I'll give a final one down to the teams before we end here. Men in a mission for Grant and Gary. Tag team Roman and Heyman, Captain McIntyre, Asuka, Bobby Lashley, Keith Lee, Tony Storm. The Savage Bath Bombs, I've said on strike, I've got MGF and Jericho, Edge, Britt Baker, AJ Styles, Seth Rollins and Lana. The Shaw Bank Redemption of David Robert Shaw, the Young Bucks, Bel Air, Kenny Omega, Matt Riddle, Io Shirai, and Karrion Cross. The the goat tones of Ryan Campbell. Ryan Campbell, Ryan Gallagher, David Campbell have Jackson Baszler, Sasha Banks, Alexa Bliss, Daniel Bryan, Bailey, and Adam Pierce. The priesthood, Ross and Jack, have Thatcher and Champa, Rhea Ripley, Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Nakamura, Sonia Deville, and the two-man power with three R's trip. MSK, Charlotte Flair, the captain of Biggie, Kushida, Gonzalez, and Darby Allen. And that is what I say is that. Thank you all for joining me in this lovely occasion of Saturday Draft Live, which is indeed live. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, you know that, that usual dribble, feature show, central shows, East meets West, all sorts of good stuff. Check the YouTube channel, which will be on as well. And all I've got to say is, Scott, Dave, thank you very much for joining me here. Thank you for hosting, Jack. Yeah, you did well, so this is it's always the funnest part of the draft, and me and Stephen mm-hmm. are very happy with our choices. And I must say, 
Best of luck, you bunch of pricks. <laughs> See you later. See you, bye. <laughs>